I am so excited to have you here tonight or this afternoon or this morning, depending on which part of the world you are in right now. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. I just wanted to just talk to you guys about where I have been the past few weeks. Now, some of you might be in the same place. Some of you might not be in the same place, but it is quite an interesting place to be in at the moment. So one of the things I have been actively trying to fight off is my lack of faith at times and just being filled with doubt and being uncertain about the future. So presently I am doing my masters and writing has been a very interesting activity actually just finding time to sit down and work on what needs working on has been a very interesting adventure <laughs> because you sit and you think you have all the time in the world until you realize it is may the end of may and the year is moving you know so what i did last month is i went to the bookstore and it was in an attempt to revive my reading through the night days. I obviously don't read through the night anymore, but I make time almost every day to read a chapter or just start finding a hobby I like again, you know? So I went and I got a few books that are, you can call them self-help books, but books on productivity, on living out your dreams and just pushing through guys because adulting is tough it is so tough so when i look at <laughs> the journey i've had i mean i've had to well i didn't have to be in school for 10 years i was in school for 10 years and by god's grace i graduated about two years ago and then everything just started moving so fast <laughs> and now i'm doing my masters and literally it's by god's grace as mentioned before but some days i'm so confident that there's so much more that there's bigger for me and other days i'm just like i have no idea what's happening i'm literally just going at the flow of the, of the river and where we stop we stop mate so it's quite interesting um to go through that journey. I don't know if you guys experience that, but I do almost every single day. And quite recently, I joined social media again, not all of the platforms, but I did join on Twitter. So hit me up if you'd like to chat. <laughs> My handle is at IkiVicky. Yes, like the one from Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. <laughs> And I joined back and it's been such an interesting experience because you start seeing people with so many things, people who are talking about getting the latest car, um, getting a home. And I'm in res, guys. I'm in residence right now. And I literally am just like, I have a car by God's grace. So, okay, I have one of the five billion things people have. <laughs> and I know comparison isn't something we should actively engage in and you know sometimes logically you know these things but you have to be more intentional about them because they're not as simple as okay don't do it and then naturally you don't do it you know 
but I was in a very interesting space the past few weeks where I wasn't sure if I'll have these things. I wasn't sure if this period will pass. And yet, logically, I know that I'm not going to be a student forever. I know that I'm not going to be in this place forever. But there's also that fear of the unknown. There's that fear of not being sure if what you do receive at some point in life is what you wanted to begin with. You know what I mean? So I literally was just looking through the definition of faith, as the Bible says it is. And... You know, I try to look at the different definitions. So I think every one of us knows Hebrews 11.1. 1. If you don't, that's cool. I am here to tell you about it. And the New Living Translation says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. And then when you read the Good News Bible, it says, To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for. To be certain of the things we cannot see. I love that definition. And the Amplified Bible version says, Now faith is the assurance, the title deed or confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. It's the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So I think that pretty much explains itself um now i know last year i went through a period of time where i did definitely did not see any <laughs> anything that i was hoping for and it was such a dark time for me because i was so upset with god and i was like well I'm hoping for this and I've been praying for this and it's not showing up and I haven't seen the fruits of this thing. So what's the point of waiting? What's the point of hoping? And someone very close to me introduced me to this one sermon that was talking about the difference between faith and hope. And for me, like they were the same thing, guys. Like I was like, listen, same thing. If I don't have hope, I don't have faith. If I don't have faith, I don't have hope. So let's just make it one word, mush it together into one word. And the person who was preaching that day was like, you know, they people still have faith, but they're struggling with their hope. And they know what they believe in cannot be experienced with physical sense, but sometimes they're disappointed and they're tired or they're anxious about the future. And how I've been trying to work on that is by shifting my focus shifting my focus and getting resources that will reaffirm or help me work on qualities that are in me so sometimes you focus on something so hard and for so long that it, it becomes the only thing you're thinking about the only thing you're working on and that's so frustrating because you're so focused on what you don't have you're so focused on what you cannot see and not on what you do have and what you can see and what you have been blessed with so i struggle sometimes with being grateful it's something i have to be intentional about it's something i have to be active about um and so i'll sit here and i'll list 500 things that i am not happy about or don't have <laughs> 
But when it comes to things I'm grateful for, it takes, excuse me, it takes me an entire moment, an entire moment to sit down and start writing down, okay, I'm grateful for this, 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 you know? So I think what I would like us to do this week is practice gratitude, practice waking up and working on that list of things that we are grateful for, things that we are hopeful for and things we're believing in God for, but mostly the things he has already blessed us with. So one of the books I've been reading, like, listen, you guys need to get this book. It is lit. (laughs) I love the way it's written. I love the way it is just laid out. And it has been such an interesting read. It's by Mark Batterson. And it's called Win the Day, Seven Daily Habits to Help You Stress Less and Accomplish More. And one of the most interesting things he wrote about were um, morning routines, basically. He spoke about how your day is influenced by how you begin it, how you start it. And (laughs) it was so interesting because I got this journal that talks about God's mercies on you each morning. And I've been trying to be active about viewing each day as an opportunity to start again, irrespective of what happened yesterday. And he writes about that. He writes about how it is so important to focus on what you can do right now, what you can do in this moment, how you can plan your day and have goals that you can accomplish today and leave the past behind. Yes, of course, we need to have um, moments where we are where we reflect on what we could have done better. But there's a dif- there's a difference between reflecting and dwelling on a situation that already happened or a mistake that already happened, or dwelling on the fact that you have no control of what's going to happen in the future. Now, as I was reading this. I started realizing that, you know, maybe my morning routine needs to be tweaked because I procrastinate a lot. So I spend a lot of time doing all these extra things I probably don't need to do. And maybe you also need to evaluate this. Like this journey is so important because we are learning. This is the time where we are learning more about ourselves than we ever will in any other time. And it doesn't just stop in this period of time. It doesn't just stop in this season. Whatever season it is that you're in, you will constantly be learning new things about yourself because who you are today might not necessarily be the same person you will be in the next five years, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if we can cultivate um, a culture, a tradition of self-introspection, then it will not be as difficult when you're now 50 trying to figure out who am I after these kids have left type of thing. You know what I mean? So he goes into like this whole make up your routine, make your bed first thing in the morning. (laughs) And this wasn't the first time I heard this. Um, I actually had heard about this um, militant guy who actually gave a speech the other like a few years back to a group of graduates and he said to them if you make your bed the first thing in the morning that's one task you have accomplished so make your bed you know there's just it does something it creates a habit in you to make your bed early in the morning and that specific day i was so triggered i was like listen i need to google how to make a bed properly because i've been making it 
So maybe I'm making it properly. And I need those edges to look like the hotel edges, like off the sheets and everything. Like I need to be doing the things, guys. But that's one thing he encourages you to do, to have something you do every single morning as part of your routine. Now things happen, obviously, and the routine will change. But primarily have something that's foundational and work from there. Because setting the tone for your day is so important. But also ending the day knowing that you did your best is the most encouraging feeling, the most motivating feeling you can ever have. And I think for me at the moment, one of the things I sometimes get overwhelmed with or some of my motivations rather for having a routine and having things work together um some of my motivations involve the fact that i do have a desire to be a mom one day and i do have a desire to be a wife a good wife one day (laughs) and a good friend and all these different um badges and roles you know what i mean And it has been a very interesting um, (laughs) journey in trying to establish those things and still be a working woman and still be an individual and still have interests and still have friends. And it hasn't been easy, but I am trying to have stuff together. Now, obviously, if you don't have everything together, you are by no means doing a bad job if you need a break take that break i'm also learning the importance of breaks because um sometimes you just have to know when enough is enough like you have to know yourself enough to know that listen now i'm just going overboard type of thing but um i've been working on establishing that routine finding what works trying out new things and trying to survive as a student and Finding a support system and speaking to people who are in the same stage of life. Maybe they also don't know where their life is going at the moment. And just there's comfort in knowing that you're not alone. And I would love to just tell you right now that you are not alone. I have no idea what's going to happen next year. I have no idea what's going to happen in the next five years. What I do know is that God is able to do so much in a short space and period of time. And whatever you have been praying for, hoping for, continue believing, continue praying for, because your faith has nothing to do with feelings. Your faith has nothing to do with what you see. In fact, it says that your faith has nothing to do with what you physically see or what you physically feel or what your senses tell you about the situation. And so while you are in the way, (laughs) just focus on what is there the relationships that are there the giftings and the blessings that are there and being grateful for those things and working on cultivating certain aspects of who you are for yourself for your personal growth i think personal growth is something that has been emphasized so much in the past few months And it's not always fun, but it is definitely worth it, I assume. (laughs) I definitely assume it's worth it because you are investing in yourself. You're investing in 
getting more knowledgeable about finances goodness that's a big thing like i just spoke to you about how there's so many things that are happening in the world and people have this measure of success and people have different measures of success what is your measure of success um i was asked this question like last week and i was like you know success is measured by the level of um what did i say like how content you are basically and then i realized after the same that i was like oh that's not probably 100% true because you can be content but still not feel successful and you can be successful and still not feel content and so you need to figure out what your level of success is what your definition of success is and pray to god for help to either redefine it or for him to help you accomplish it as well you know what i mean because sometimes god wants to help you unlearn certain definitions because these definitions are influenced by outside things and not inward things and so i'll just like to encourage you to keep the faith to understand that even in the midst of everything happening and you have no idea what's going on and you don't understand what's happening god is still in control and he will always be there to help you and i would love to just close this off in prayer and to just pray for you guys and for me because you can never have too many prayers at all <laughs> so let's pray guys Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this message today. We ask that you'd speak to us and that you would speak to us personally concerning specific matters in our lives. We pray that you'd meet us at our points of need and we pray that you would fill our cup of faith, that it would overflow and touch the people around us. Heavenly Father, though we cannot um touch it or feel it with physical senses, God, we just stand on your word we stand on your word which says that your word will not come back to you void we just stand on your promises which you have always fulfilled we stand on who you are as a father and knowing that you will give us only the best even though we are sinful we stand on the fact that you're a graceful father that you are a merciful father and you love us deeply and though we do not have any control of the past or the future we stand firmly on the fact that today your mercies were new and tomorrow your mercies are new again and it is another opportunity for us to live a life of gratitude a life of joy and a life of hope and a life filled with faith speak to us personally god concerning our measures of success and help us holy god to stand firm on what you have said about us what you say about us and to fix our eyes on you and not on the things we do not have we love you god and we thank you in the mighty name of jesus christ we pray amen thank you lovies for joining me have an awesome 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 day